Good morning, Pharmacy Podcast listeners. This is The Daily Dose on Thursday, October 11th. I have a call out for my daughter, Emily, and my son-in-law, Aaron. Today is their fourth anniversary. And since that time, it's been a pleasure watching them grow together as a couple. And they recently had their first child, my third grandchild. And we are so thrilled to have that bundle of joy in our life. So a call out to Emily and Aaron and have a wonderful, wonderful uh, anniversary. I was reading an article, uh, excerpts of an article uh, per se, from a Kim Ankerbrook. Uh, Kim is a writer, and she has what I believe is a very, very clear and lucid perspective of how pharmacists have really kind of lost control of our profession, and really, who is responsible for that? Well, it was not so long ago that the pharmacists were respected. We were respected by the patients and we were respected by our employees. But certain things started to happen that have kind of made uh, lenient policies uh, more apt to make it so that customers don't respect us. There's been a change in really the way things are handled at the retail pharmacy from when my dad was a pharmacist many years ago. That respect seems to be missing. And I don't know why we have to look any further than the the goals of our chain store pharmacists who have been given uh, patients the opportunity to really treat us with disrespect. You know, we are a practitioner, albeit we're not recognized as a healthcare provider. But just imagine if you went into your doctor one day and you just showed up without an appointment and you just told them at the front desk that you wanted to be served by the doctor at that particular moment, and they had to drop everything to take care of it. Well, when you think about what happens in a pharmacy, that person comes in, and they don't have an appointment, and they want to have everything done for them at that particular moment. They want it done, and they want it done now. So we certainly focus on the customer, and we certainly focus on making them comfortable and to go through the process. But how many times has someone said, well, why am I waiting? Just just put a label on it. Well, you know, I didn't go to school just to put a label on something. But I think the pressures of retail pharmacy have put us into a situation where we used to be known as kind of that most accessible healthcare professional. But that's kind of a double-edged sword because that title used to be a source of pride, indicating that we were friendlier, less intimidating, more down to earth. Well, now when we come down to earth, it's because we're standing in the eye of a hurricane that's called retail pharmacy. And we're expected to do all the things that all of our bosses want us to do without the resources to do our jobs properly. Sometimes I go to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts, and there are people who are waiting patiently for their Starbucks mocha or their their Dunkin' Donut. And they understand sometimes that it takes a little time to create their specialty drink. But those same people come into the retail pharmacy because they're upset that they have to wait 15 minutes for a prescription that has to be filled and counted and verified to make sure that the drug that we're giving them, unlike a hazelnut iced coffee, isn't going to kill them. Well, you know, we do get occasionally customers who really kind of are respectful. They drop off their prescription, then offer to come back at a later time, and we thank them for that. 
they'll call in their refills a couple of days before. They won't come in at the last minute to yell at you that why that why they're out of medication, like it's our fault that they didn't refill their prescription. Oh, uh, they patiently wait for the pharmacist to come over and acknowledge them, and then maybe ask a question or prepare their prescription. But those customers, and I believe it's because of the retailers who have created the environment, those customers are few and far between. So it's so rare that you get that kind of customer that almost a tear comes to your eye and you practically kiss them. You want to jump over the counter and hug them to say, you made my day. I wish I had more like you. Well, these chains have set up these relationships, these adversarial relationships. I don't like the fact that when I was working in retail, sometimes I felt it was us against them. We were fighting with customers and we were trying to tell them that we're doing the best we can. We're not the enemy because from their perspective, we look like bumbling idiots, juggling all kinds of tasks and running around and wearing too many hats. So when you think about a medical profession, the doctor doesn't greet you at the reception desk. He doesn't process your insurance. He doesn't collect your copay. He doesn't answer the the office phones that continue to ring. This is the third ring. This is the third ring. He doesn't gather all the materials for your for your flu shot. He doesn't clean up after it. He doesn't order supplies, order prescriptions, put them on the on the shelf, do annual inventories, manage the staff all by himself. No, of course not. But pharmacists have allowed the chains to take over our profession. And this is the unfortunate result. So the reason in my opinion, and the opinion of this author, is that pharmacists has gone from the most trusted profession to all-out war of wills. And that between the chain store operators who we work for and our bigger problem in healthcare is that we've left healthcare to the hands of big corporations who look at the dollars and not the patients. This is Ken Sternfeld for The Daily Dose on October 11th the anniversary of my younger daughter, Emily. Have a wonderful day.